Hi. Hello. Are you Gene? Yeah, that's me. Good to meet you. Uh, good to meet you, Gene. Tell me, uh, what makes you want to work for us here at uh, Love, Death, and Business? Well, uh, I just got out of college, graduated at Warden with the highest rankings, uh, even graduated high school with a 5.0 GPA and a 1720 SAT score. Um, I thought this would be a great place of employment where I can really challenge myself and become a career for many years. Wow. Okay. Uh, so you know your stuff. Well, here at LDB, we do offer a very competitive hourly rate from 45 to $60 an hour. Within the first 30 days, you won't have any benefits, but after that, you can enroll in our health and retirement plans. And we are very strong on our hate speech policies and inclusivity, so we, we take all matters of hate and discrimination very seriously here. But uh, allow me to follow up with you for our second and final interview. We will run a small background check, as I'm sure you know. Sure, um, absolutely. Once we complete that, we will give you a call to inform you if we have uh, a second interview, and if so, when. Yeah. Thanks for coming in, and uh, we'll be in touch in a few days. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, glad to have the opportunity. Uh, let me know if there's anything uh, or any more information you need from me, and um, I'll be happy to send it to you. Uh, we will. Thank you, Eugene. Thank you. Kevin Hart, J.K. Rowling, Ellen, Morgan Wallen, Kirstie D'Alley, Jeffree Star, Chris Pratt, to name a few of the listed canceled C-Lebs, end quote. To be canceled, what does it mean? How did this culture form? And even further, what does culture really mean? And as of today, why are people so against definitions? Yeah, that fucking sucks, man. Oh, um, let me take this real quick. Uh, I'll give you, give me like two seconds. Hello? Hi, is this, uh, this is a representative for love, death, and business. Is this Gene Blue? Uh, yes, sir. We came into a few concerning issues when performing a background check upon your social media. Could you please explain what you mean by your mom sucks me good and hard through my jorts? Oh, I'm so sorry. That was a tweet from years ago when I was very young and immature. It is not a reflection of who I am today. I am sorry to inform you that we do not tolerate vulgar speech, nor do we accept Gene Schwartz into our work. Uh, I'm... Thank you, Gene, and I hope you have a great day. Today, this year, next year, that is reality. Tweets from 20 years ago can be resurrected and brought back into life to cause massive reputational scars that last your whole life. So today, I'm going to get love, death, and canceled. Where found something to be offended about. Some say the lyrics have creepy, offensive overtones. So a new version was penned with updated lyrics. They're, they're trying to bring people in three at a time. They're trying to bring them in through the back door. They're trying to make sure that people have access. But there's only so much that they can do when the president of this university, who shut down this event in the first place because he's a totalitarian, when he refuses to stand up for basic principles of free speech in this country. 
Now, there are people today who are saying that we won. We won. The university backed down an hour before this happened and uncanceled the speech they never had the right to cancel in the if first place. Who is told, if you're assaulted, please go to the authorities. They will handle it. And then someone in a privilege of power, let's say a cop or an attorney or whatever, they ask the question, well, what were you wearing that night? That mm. permeates. Which is bullshit, by it the is, way. It is bullshit. I'm so yeah. sorry. And sorry. you think rape culture is a fucking he, man? Can you just well, wait? We'll have a conversation so afterwards. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. There's no conversation that needs to be had. Rape is fucking serious. Rape has happened to me four fucking times. And I'm sick and tired of this fucking debate. Men need to respect women. Period. So you should respect women. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I am a woman. So fuck you if you don't think Sir. so. I don't really have time I, for this. I, and I don't have time. My no, mistake. You're going to let me speak because uh, here's my truth. I've been raped four privilege. times. I've known women that have been raped multiple times gruesomely. And how dare you sit up here and try to say that women aren't worth respect. I, Fuck you. I didn't say that. I am a woman. I just became a woman. It's just like, are you kidding me? People don't even respect me, period. And I'm, I mean, I'm already black, so it's just like, uh, yeah, that already goes against me anyways. But still, might, you, might you, you piece of living garbage ass dumpster fire. Dumpster fire! Trash gum on the bottom of my shoe. Oh my god, I wish I had a tissue for the blood. I would sure. Might I suggest it's your behavior, not because you're black or a woman. Cancel culture or call out culture is today's form of ostracism, which just means to exclude from a society or group, in which someone is shunned out of a social or professional group. Those subject to this ostracism are said to have been canceled, air quotes. The notion of cancel culture is a variant on the term call-out culture and constitutes a form of boycotting or shunning involving an individual who is deemed to have acted or spoken in a microaggressive or controversial manner. The phrase cancel culture gained popularity since the late 2019, most often as a recognition that society will exact accountability for offensive conduct. More recently, though, the phrase has become a shorthand employed by conservatives in the United States to refer to what is perceived to be disproportionate reactions to politically incorrect speech. Blah, blah, what the fuck does this all mean? Well, to put it as layman as possible, someone with high influence says or does something that you don't agree with, and so you use your influence to attack the reputation of that person to, quote, exact accountability with the goal of them becoming shunned from the media world and disconnected from all sponsoring companies and endorsements, which leads them to lose everything they worked for and or would achieve. While they might not sound so crazy or radical, here comes the corrupt part where rational becomes ear. Allow me to go ahead and define some things before I start getting to real examples. So first I defined cancel culture now I must define culture. Culture is an umbrella term which encompasses the social behavior and norms found in human societies, as well as the knowledge, beliefs, arts, laws, custom, capabilities, and habits of all the individuals in these groups. Layman's is the patterns and behavior, ideas, and values of a group of people. A group of people, meaning a large number, for a long enough time to be considered an actual permanent ideology. So why does this culture matter. It separates people from others who have different ideas or behaviors. To explain a little better, here is an idea of what the future could look like when it comes to identification. 
I am from Earth in the Northern Hemisphere upon the Northern American continent, born in the United States of America within the state of Idaho. Born to a mixed cultural family with heavy Hispanic influence, my culture is the mixture of ideas and behaviors by humanity of Earth, North American, American, and Hispanic heritage. Which would dif differentiate someone from Mexico, where they also have Hispanic heritage, but have ideas and behaviors from Mexico and the Central American land. Now, let's say they look the exact same. You would still be able to separate them from one another by how they act and the values they have. One will have an American Spanish accent and another will have a Mexican Spanish accent. One will have clothes trending in America and the other in Mexico. They will have different traditions and behaviors, both being Hispanic, but everything else is different. One is American and the other is Mexican. That is not their race, by the way. That is their nationality. Please do not confuse these things, for I will get to why that is such a problem today. So, depending on where you are from and how you grew up determines your culture. And your culture is just the values and ideas along with the behaviors to promote those things. I want to also touch on something that I feel is incredibly poisonous to today's world, and especially my age group or generation to be professional. Today, I find many people within my generation and even some above are not valuing the definition of words as if English isn't their language. I find it easier to say they speak American than actual English. While I also understand that new words form and new slang forms while some unused words die off and become forgotten, it's the words commonly used wrong that makes me think that school is not doing an effective job. Well, while school in America is a whole nother topic I make, I will make an entire episode on I feel it is the cause of distortion within my generation. What am I talking about? I guess I'll give you some examples to further explain my major gear grinder. Racism. In fact, the idea that there is more differences between groups than there is between individuals is actually the fundamental racist idea. It's the fundamental racist idea. A huge word today, thrown out of everyone's mouth at others or societies or whatever they deem racist by but my issue comes in where racism is being used to attack things that are not about race. Quickly, to define racism, it is simply discrimination, but against the race of someone. While race is a little tangled and the way we define race is flawed, I won't touch the subject or I will make an entire episode on this. But going back to definitions, this is why I say it's hard to define a lot of things. But words that are not hard to define are things I feel people mess up the most. You live in America. You should speak English, you Chinese intruder. Uh, that is so racist. How could someone be that racist? Okay. First of all, they are completely wrong. America is the land of the free. Anyone can speak anything here. And they also have the freedom of knowing Chinese isn't a fucking race. Even using the real governmental terms for race, Chinese is not one of them. Why? Because it's a nationality. People who are like this are a problem. Because not only do they speak so proudly ignorant, but they will then usually go stamp race onto everything else that has nothing to do with it. This is an example of discrimination, not of Chinese people, but of non-English speakers. They are just one, being an asshole, but two, non-English discriminatory, not racist. 
Then comes people flooding in and how, even though they say Chinese, deep down inside, they really hate Asians and all people of color. Like, whoa, chill. You seek out hatred in everything. Funny enough, these people are usually the most discriminatory found. Now that we have defined a few things, let's dive into a clear example of council culture and how it can negatively affect a person and the people of the free world. We're going to talk about the Oscars controversy. He stepped down from hosting the show when past homophobic tweets and jokes resurfaced. He's been in the news ever since and something he recently addressed. We feed in the internet trolls and we reward them. I'm not going to do it, man. I'm going to be me. I'm going to stay on my ground. Regardless Academy, I'm thankful and appreciative of the opportunity. If it goes away, no harm, no foul. And after those initial comments, he then tweeted an apology. But the controversy was back in the headlines after he appeared on Ellen last week, leading to backlash and questions surrounding the apology. So on Monday, Kevin addressed the issue on his Sirius XM radio show, Straight From Heart. Once again, Kevin Hart apologizes for his remarks that hurt members of the LGBTQ community. I apologize. I'm now moving on from this because I'm just hoping that the apology is accepted. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart made a gay joke on Twitter and was waterboarded by the feminist-driven media to agree to their terms and force his mouth to speak that he is with them. Keep in mind that gay joke was of 2009. Yeah, 12 years ago. The non-toxic, all-inclusive, free-thinking, healthy-sized, and anti-hate people of Twitter found out that Kevin Hart was going to be hosting the Oscars. So they did everything they could to try and dig up his past and tolerantly, pleasantly, inclusively, and First Amendment lovingly blasted a tweet of a gay, funny joke around the media to force him to apologize or step down from being the host. Man, that's such a black empowerment move right there, huh? Many people were saying, do not allow them to bully you, don't step down, that means they won. But he then came out and said he wasn't going to host, and then apologized. And then everything was better, right? No. Even after going on Ellen and radio shows, they kept pushing it. The reason this is such a terrible thing, not just the fact that he stepped down from something he's wanted to do for a very long time and was passionate about, but also that he's a comedian or a human to be real. But jokes are defined as a thing that someone says to cause amusement or laughter, especially a story with a funny punchline. A joke is not for anything but a laugh. For people to feel good and or to feel better about something they don't feel good about. A motif found in an amazing movie, V for Vendetta, is that a comedian was murdered for his outspokenness and his truth. In Fahrenheit 451, they burn books to keep society illiterate and ignorant. When comedians can't make a joke, when songwriters can't sing about their life, 
When the people of the United States of America can't voice their opinion, beliefs, and values, or they get canceled, reputationally disemboweled, and forcefully slammed and slandered by the media, when will we all wake from our black mirrors and form a cohesive thought that we, the people, will not be silenced, censored, or ignorant, and shall our rights be infringed, we will utilize the invulnerable rights to life, liberty, and property in the pursuit of justice to those who knock on our doors and take away our humor, guns, and patriotism. A joke is a joke. Nothing more, nothing less. If it offends you, that is no one's problem but your own. Keep it to yourself. If anything else offends you, that is your problem. Keep it to yourself. You choose to be offended. You choose to be upset. You choose to be toxic. You choose to be hateful. You choose to be accepting. You choose to be tolerant. You choose to be happy. If you look for the evil in the world, that is all you will find. If you look for the good, that is all you will find. If you look for the truth, you will find evil and good. For all light casts shadows, but without light comes true darkness. Kevin Hart should not have apologized, should not have stepped down, should not have felt bad, and should not have censored himself to the people that are of the world's pampered, ignorant, weak men. And when I say men, I mean man, not female oh, or male. Okay. I mean human. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Secondly, hate speech is not real. Protected speech is not real. If right now you are saying to yourself, how could this guy be so stupid and ignorant to say that hate speech isn't real, when there are people out there inciting violence and creating a culture of hate and saying absurdly hateful things. I want to point out to you that you may be ignorant to what free speech really is. And please don't get offended by me using the term ignorant. It is not for a negative thing. We are all born ignorant. We will stay ignorant about a lot of things in our life. I am ignorant about cars. I don't really know how they work, what parts do what, and so on. I'm ignorant to how to perform a brain surgery as well. You probably are too. And that's okay. There is nothing wrong with that. As long as you understand it and are okay with yourself being ignorant, you are normal. Going forward, hate speech is defined as abusive or threatening speech or writing that expresses prejudice against a particular group, especially on the basis of race, religion, and sexual orientation. It's not real. Period. When I say it's not real, I mean... That definition is useless. In a Supreme Court case on the issue, Mattal versus Tam in 2017, the justices unanimously reaffirmed that there is effectively no quote-unquote hate speech exception to the free speech rights protected by the First Amendment and that the U.S. government may not discriminate against speech on the basis of the speaker's viewpoint. And if you are still saying how I could be so bigoted, ignorant, and stupid for saying how hate speech is not real, then understand this. All speech is free under the First Amendment, and free speech shall not be infringed upon no matter what the viewpoint or context. You are just as able to say you love Joe Biden as you are to say you hate him. You are just as free to say kill all white people as you are to say kill all Asians. You are just as free to be in the KKK as you are the writer of a song called Kill All the White People by Typo Negative found on Amazon. You are free to speak symbol and be in any religion here in the free country. But unfortunately, being free does not mean free of effort, free of consequence, and free of responsibility. 
When huge monopolies like Google censor searches and skew and distort the information given to the public, is that not an Orwellian nightmare? Is that not a stab to my First Amendment right? Is that not an illegal business act? For YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook to censor or fucking select what information is available? How could this ever be something that leads to a better nation? My opinion might not matter to you, and I think that's great. Please don't let it matter that much. Think for yourself and make your own opinions. My viewpoint might change yours, and that's okay. I didn't start with this viewpoint, and there are many things I will change in the future. It's inhuman to never change your beliefs or opinions after gaining more information or wisdom. Also, for those still listening, raving more offensive words, and not completely shutting me out of your all-inclusive, non-hateful, and all-accepting life, I would like to say thank you. I hope there are more people like you who, even after hearing someone disagree with you, stay to continue to hear them and listen. I feel everyone should be that way because groupthink can lead to terrible decisions. I also feel like being alone with your opinions can lead to doubt, misinformation, and honestly a plateau of intelligence. Something I push for everyone is to try and listen and really listen. I find that way too many people listen to respond rather than to listen to understand. And that's a problem. Or if you would understand the other side, you could better argue your point or belief. And they can too. Leading to an all-around more understanding experience that doesn't involve yelling over people in a match of whoever yells the loudest is right. And this brings me to my last and final point. Be yourself, but also be healthy. Be fatphobic. Be stupidphobic. Be brokephobic. You were given tools by your parents or parent to build yourself. Use those tools to build the person you want to be. If you are homosexual and truly feel that way, then please make sure you're being smart and understanding that there are some religions out there that are known to disagree or literally kill people like you. Be thankful there is a place like America that allows you to be who you are. But don't force that baker with the government. Don't spread hatred, spread acceptance. That means being okay with someone in your family that doesn't agree with you. Don't cancel them out, listen to them. Understand why they feel that way and be compassionate, not hateful or grudging. If you are a male who is gay, make sure you're being safe, get tested regularly, wear protection, and don't take harmful drugs that can really hurt your growth, your body, and its natural being. If you are mentally ill and have gender dysphoria, please be healthy about it. Don't listen to those who want you to hate others, even if they've done things towards people you deem hateful. Being a leader of change does not mean being a leader through violence, hate, and fear. Being a leader for your friends means practicing healthy means of combating your mental illness. Educate yourself on what medications are doing, steroid use, and other chemicals. I disagree with the transgender and homosexual movement, not because of religion, but because it's unhealthy for the people in it and for the human race to continue to reproduce and grow. Just because I disagree and don't support it though, doesn't mean I will shun my son for coming to me saying he's gay. I will not love him any less or discipline him for thinking of, others, of other males sexually. I will educate him on the reality of it and depending on how young he is, I will determine whether I support the decision verbally and emotionally. For a five-year-old coming to me saying that they are gay will be met with a talk on why they feel that way and to wait to solidify that statement. 
But if my 18-year-old son comes to me fully believing they are gay or bisexual, I will push for a healthy relationship between him and his male partners. Because that, to me, is more important than my value on reproduction. Love will always come first for me. For I will love you even if you do hateful things. If you truly do evil things, then I will hate you. If someone kills my son for being gay, if someone touches my daughter without consent or at a young age, that will be the day I will no longer accept or tolerate or assume the good in that person. But simply disagreeing with me on my atheist-natured views or my held opinions will not get you hated by me nor disrespected. I feel this is how everyone should be, and not that it's going to happen now that I say it, but for you listening, take a look back on yourself. If you have canceled someone out of your life, did it do what you wanted? Do you feel it was the right choice? Personally, I have canceled people out of my life, but it was for their own choices that were unhealthy for me and my loved ones, not their opinions, jokes, or words that came out of their mouths. With Steven Crowder, Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, Dave Rubin, Candace Owens, to name a few who invite free speech and listen to the people who disagree with them, is a change I want to see happen. We as Americans should push for open communication, open debate, not censorship or selective information, not discrimination or anti-whatever. Unfortunately though, most of the people named are more Republican-leaning when it comes to the political spectrum. But I hate classifying all Americans to two colors representing their views. It is much more complicated than that and should be treated as such. Although there are some attempts of liberal speakers inviting free speech and debate, it's few and far between. My last call to action is going to be pick up a book that you disagree with. Read it from start to finish and see if your opinions have changed after reading it. I hope they do. I don't mean they will follow whatever ideology the book had, but at least change in some way. Maybe you read information you didn't know or think about and it changes how you feel about something. Or maybe it completely changes your worldview on how red ladybugs fly at a certain angle. Who knows? All I know is this. <sighs> Thank you for listening to Love, Death, and Topic. My name is The Art Samurai, and wow, that was a hard episode to write, edit, and everything in between. One of the reasons it's hard to write episodes like this one is because I don't want the listener to feel pushed towards one political view or another. That is not my goal. My goal is to bring forth a topic, give you what I think about it, and then allow you to form your own opinions. If you want to talk more about the topic or suggest a topic for an episode, please let me know uh, through my email, love, death, and topic, or love, death, topic, no, no spaces or anything, obviously it's an email, at Gmail or my Instagram DMs. If I get enough, um, I might consider even getting my own website or something that I can have people submit topic ideas or give me feedback as well as create a behind the scenes of all this and such. Let me know if that interests you and I hope you find this episode interesting. Please share with somebody else who also might find this interesting and of course follow for a refreshing new way to podcast. I'll see you in the next episode.